Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than six years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and for providing quality math lessons for my children. So friends, if you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends and welcome. Today we are going to talk about the homeschool focus and that is creating memories with your children. This is episode 476 and you can find today's show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. And my name is Felice Gerwitz and I am so happy to be with you today. We are going to be talking about different aspects of creating memories in your homeschool And those contain educational memories, creating family memories, as well as personal memories. I also want to give a shout out to my sponsor, which is ctcmath.com. And our sponsors allow us to come to you with podcasts that are free. And our entire network is thankful for our sponsors. Well, what is your homeschool focus? And it's probably not just creating memories with your children. It's probably working and focusing on some academic subjects, right? Well, many times children won't remember what they learn. And sure, learning is not always fun in games, but you can add some fun to your homeschool. And you know what? A lot of times the kids will learn and it turns out to be a great activity for your family. Our job as parents is to instill in our children a love of learning that will stay with them for a lifetime. Have you ever heard the the saying, you know, if you want to feed a man, you know, teach him to fish, don't just give him a fish. It's I'm sure I'm butchering that whole uh, saying. But the point is that many times people are handed things instead of being taught how to find the answer. I had a college professor one time that said to us, you know, I can cram you full of facts, and she did a little bit of that, but she said, I would rather show you where you can find the answers to these questions. And so she spent a lot of time um, on that aspect that here's a problem in education. I was an education major, and she said, you know, here is your problem and your issue, and now how do you solve it? And I thought that was an excellent way to teach us. And that was one of the classes that I remembered the best from my years in college. And so after, um, you know, 
doing many things within my capacity as a homeschool mom, um, I started speaking uh, locally with workshops, um, you know, just for some homeschool parents. And I remember one time after I was, uh, you know, finished with the homeschool workshop, one of the moms approached me and she asked me uh, the million dollar question. And that is, well, what Ivy League school is your child going to attend? And I just looked at her in shock and I took a deep breath uh, because, you know, you guys know me from this podcast and maybe you've been listening a while, but I can definitely be very smart alecky um, in my responses. And I just really decided to take a deep breath. And she was asking me this really in all sincerity. And I responded that, you know, I wasn't even sure that some of my children would attend college. And I waited for her to reply. And of course, then she was equally shocked at that. But we had a wonderful conversation where I was able to share my take on education and the focus of my homeschool. And yes, while I wanted my kids to learn the academics, I also wanted to raise godly children that love the Lord. One of the things, too, is I had some children that struggled academically. And so I wasn't going to put them into that box of you must go to college. Now, um, you know, I'm at the end of, of my story here. So I can tell you that, um, you know, my youngest just graduated in 2022 from a college as one of the top student, students. You know, he graduated summa cum laude. And he also is in the military and was one of only 3,700 cadets uh, across the nation uh, that received the Army's Distinguished Military Graduate Honor. And he was a student athlete and received multiple scholarships and so forth. Um, out of the five children, I had three attended college, all graduating with either cum laude or summa cum laude, and one received a master's degree. My two non-college grads are doing extremely well in various businesses of their own. They're both self-employed. So what is the end of the story here? You know, we as parents need to encourage our kids. We need to make those memories and those, you know, ideals that we want to pass on to our children that they are actually going to remember long after that math book is finished or that history curriculum is done. And as our own educational goals are for our children, they need to be specific. What is it that you're that is a homeschool focus? One year, I remember getting so upset. Um, at, at that point, I was just homeschooling two children, uh, my two oldest, and they were just not getting along. And I remember just telling him, "Put your books away." And they, you know, well, we're not going to be able to get done. And da da da. And I said, "I know." put your books away. And I want you both to sit here in front of me and I want to talk to you. And basically, I said, if you guys can't even get along, how can you expect to get along outside of this home if you can't get along together? And yes, you know, siblings are going to be at it from time to time. But I said, we are going to make sure that we can get along as a family before I can move on. I didn't have a lot of behavior problems with my children because there really wasn't a lot of choices. And I spelled things out very clearly. And I explained to them what I expected. And I think that really helped a tremendous uh, amount in my homeschool. But let me ask you, what are your goals as a parent? You know, what are your educational goals? And what is your homeschool focus? 
If you don't know, maybe jot those two things down and think about it and, uh, you know, really look into it and make sure you do have a focus and a goal. Whatever it is, I believe that creating memories with your children is important because these memories, like a carefully crafted story, will stay with them into the future. Again, we all want children who are well-adjusted, right? Body, mind, and soul. And this means that our education needs to focus on faith, education, meaning academics, and personal pursuits. Many times kids go to college and don't even know what they want to major in. I remember having more ideas than less. And I went into college with the psychology major focus and ended up changing to education, thankfully, within my first semester. So when you are a parent, one of the things you can do with your children is encourage them to develop a hobby or some sort of skill that they can use in the future. And in that way, you're not going to have a child who's spending four, six, you know, maybe six years or more trying to get a degree when they don't know what they want to do when they um, end up at the end. Or you can have a child who is geared up for the workforce and has some of that, you know, uh, either vocational training or some sort of educational training behind them uh, that will be able to help in that regard. Same thing with the military. If your child is going into the military right out of high school, there are books, um, classes, and things that your child can use to study before that happens. So if you have little ones right now, the time is to just focus on creating educational memories. The first is, um, you know, reading aloud. I know that we read aloud even throughout the kids' older years and teen years. Homeschooling lends itself toward reading to your children, whether it's a historical novel that fits your study or something that you're doing for fun for the entire family. And I have several podcasts on this topic. Um, If you uh, go to the show notes, which is episode 476 at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, you can find the link that I put in the post. Uh, But I have... Uh, different links for reading lists that we put together. There's a a whole section on history reading that we recommended as well as, um, you know, reading lists uh, and so forth. The other is no matter what your child's age, you need to create an educational memory that is focused on -on one-on-one time. And this is not something that is available in the typical school setting, but homeschool is not about recreating the school at home. It's a step up and it's better. Allowing yourself and your children to set goals is important because without a goal, we can't move forward. Now, for years, I fought setting goals because I am such a, um, gosh, let me think of a nice way to describe myself, but uh, I, I am very competitive, I guess would be a diplomatic way to say this. And so, It's almost like one of those, you know, uh, if I can't compete or I can't, if I don't know that I'm going to succeed, it's really hard for me to participate. And so 
without setting a goal, I couldn't fail, right? Because there was nothing to attain. So my goal might have been, oh, to complete the fourth grade, you know, curriculum I put together or, you know, these unit studies or something like that. But I realized that I needed higher goals in order for me to be able to work toward a successful outcome for my year. So one of the things um, I did was put some checklists together and my husband and I would have dinner at the beginning of every school year and we would sit down and talk about our mutual goals for our children. And one year, again, because of some character um you know, issues that we saw lacking, like for one of my kids was very much a giver, and the other was very much a taker. Uh, So we needed to work on some things with our kids and balance them out. And so we decided we were going to start doing some character studies. Um, I have a whole uh, group of character planners that are available on MediaAngels.com. And if you're on our mailing list yearly, uh, we have different themes of things we give away. And um, the year of 2022 was the checklist planner uh, giveaway. It will be available for purchase on the Media Angels website um, at the end of this year. Um, Each month, you can get a checklist that is specific for that month. Um, And so in order to do that, um, again, you have to be uh, part of our email list. Another uh, focus academically was to give my children special assignments. So it could have been something like allowing them to explore a passion or a hobby on their own time um, and make it part of their homeschool schedule. Another thing um, was to maybe assign a science fair um, one year or a history fair or something of that sort that they worked toward all year long. And that was very successful, especially, um, you know, as my children were progressing through the grades. Uh, For academics, one of the best things you can do to, you know, either start a study or end a study is a field trip. And that is uh, something that you can set up yourself or you can try a virtual field trip for an added twist of learning at home. And I have a a replay um, audio coming up on virtual field trips. Creating family memories is also very important. You know, one is passing along your faith. I always said to my kids, you know, at some point, your parents' faith, my faith and dad's faith is going to be your faith, or you're going to make a decision you know, to follow the Lord at some point in your life and attending church together, you know, um, and reading the Bible and praying as a family. I also have um, a a camp I put together for my kids, Um, actually my daughter, and, um, you know, I had her help me put this together and we packaged it to sell because um, I I felt like some of the Bible camps that were out there were very weak. And so I wanted to do something with the kids. And so we put that together and and that's available on the Media Angels website. Um, Spending time with your children is the best memory you can make. And again, starting individually, um, I was saying something to my daughter the other day who has eight children and she was just like, mom, you know, that's my time to just focus on, you know, going to the grocery store. And I said, yeah, but just think about, you know, how much you liked going with me. 
So um, as a grandparent, I plan to seed and I back way off because I remember uh, my in-laws and my parents telling um, my husband and I how we should best homeschool. And so it was just easier, um, you know, to plant a seed for my kids and then move back and let them, you know, decide and make, make their own decisions and for their family. Um, but that was uh, something I know my children enjoyed was just one-on-one time with us. Uh, family games, pizza night, designated day for routine activities, again, allows the kids to have something to look forward to uh, as much as we possibly could, especially before they started playing sports and that all geared up. We would always have uh, Friday night being pizza night. And to this day, we still pretty much have pizza night around here on Friday. And then the kids would select a movie. And so I would you know, kind of changed that up. Uh, sometimes it was, you know, whoever got their checkoff list done and, and turned in or, you know, had the best, um, you know, I don't know, you know, I, the second I can't think of anything that, you know, I, I tried not to uh, do it with an academic, like who had the better, you know, history paper or who got the better test score. Um, because I didn't want rivalry in that way. And, also, um, a lot of times we did unit studies, uh, so it was a little bit different than trying to say, oh, you know, who got this best test score. Um, but I did other things, and again, our focus all, um, a lot of times had to do with character, so who got their chores done without being told, that kind of thing. Um, they were the ones who got to select the movie for the family, um, and then I also had the, 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 you know, very clear instruction that we were not going to complain. Um, family trips uh, could be anything from a walk uh, to a picnic in the park to a family sum- summer party or a longer family planned out vacation. Again, it was time to bond with the kids away from the usual home activities. Uh, For a time, my husband's business was so busy that all we could do was take off, you know, a day, um, you know, do a day trip. And we did that for a while. And then one year, um, season passes to Bush Gardens were uh, really affordable. They're ridiculous now. Um, But they were super affordable. It was like $5 more than the one day park entry. And so we were able to, you know, we we, uh, found out about that and were able to get, you know, that uh, ticket for the year. And then we uh, planned our family trip. So what we would do was Saturday morning were chores and things we had to get done around the house. And then we would leave around 10, um, eat lunch before we walked into the park, and then stay till they closed around 7. And that was such a nice day for us. And we could relax and walk around. And um, we really enjoyed, you know, doing that on a Saturday on occasion, but it was, you know, well worth the money. So there are different things that you can do different seasons in your life that allow you to be open to things like that. And then we also had, you know, tons of family activities such as cooking, baking crafts or making presents for Uh, family or extended family members. And I even try to do that with my grandkids now. I love the crafts. And, you know, we try to come up with things that we can do. Um, And then the last is, you know, works of service, visiting those less fortunate, whether it's an elderly neighbor or someone in assisted living. Um, If you don't know anyone, ask the pastor or a church member, um, you know, if they know of someone 
uh, that would enjoy some company and having the kids visit. I know now with all the restrictions, sometimes it's more difficult. Um, but that was such a nice thing, especially for the elderly that could see the kids come in and not having it be a specific time such as, you know, um, a Christmas time when people would go in and sing carols and so forth. Uh, the last on the list is creating personal memories. We want to have the children do things and take ownership, such as increasing your personal faith in some way. You know, everyone, um, you know, would maybe had a book list, but maybe you could include um, a book about, you know, a person of faith. Uh, the second is to keep a personal journey. This is something your ch- children will treasure. I just recorded um, on our sister network, which is the ultimate Christian podcast network. Um, I have a podcast, A Few Minutes with God, and I just did an entire podcast on the Word of God, uh, God speaking to us through the scriptures. And in that podcast, I talked about how important it is to read God's Word and to journal about it and to listen to the words that resonate to us and how we often read scripture and then go back and read it another time and get a whole nother thing out of it. And so that's something you can start at a very, very young age and even ask the children, is there one word that just jumped out at you? And it might be the word faith or the word love. And then have the children uh, create their own, you know, little journal. And it could just be before they can write, they can just draw a picture, you know, write the date at the top and, um, you know, and then draw a little picture. Another is to scrapbook each, each year with just individual highlights. I mean, now with digital cameras, there are so many pictures that we have that stay on the camera, right? You know, pick out a few, you know, every couple of weeks and print them out. And, um, you know, cut them out and put them in a scrapbook. Um, Having a personal reading list is something that's really cool. Um, If you do it on a spreadsheet, even if you don't have a program like Excel, uh, you can use uh, a Gmail account with Google Docs and you can start a whole spread list because the spreadsheet is really nice because you can put things in alphabetical order or you can, you know, put them in the order of the years that you read the book. And then can you imagine year after year after year, the kids have a a chart of the of their reading list of all the books that they have read. Um, You know, one of the things that my kids read were the C.S. Lewis books in high school, we had specific things um, that they read as high school students. And then there's the bucket list. And I know kids are little and they're not going to understand what, you know, kicking the bucket is, um, you know, unless you explain it to them. But the idea is, you know, what is, you know, a goal list or you can call it anything you want. You know, what are some places you'd like to visit? And then are some things you would like to do? Uh, For example, my daughter uh, got to be, um, got the opportunity to be up on a hot air balloon this summer. And she really wasn't looking forward to it. And now that she's been on one, she loved it so much, um, you know, that she said, you know, I wouldn't even mind skydiving. Whereas my son was saying, if I had the opportunity to skydive or to hot air balloon, you know, go on that, I would rather skydive. So it's something that she didn't even know she would enjoy. But then once she did it, she loved it. So you know, there are different things such as, you know, what is the goal to, you know, hike a very long trail or maybe a trip to Alaska. And it's just fun to put things like that down and have the kids research it on their own. And then the last thing on my list is 
to try something new or learn something new? What is something that you've always wanted to learn? You know, uh, my son-in-law taught himself to play the guitar. Other people have taught themselves musical instruments. Uh, My sister-in-law taught herself to sew when she was a homeschool mom. So, you know, this whole myth about, well, when you're an adult, you can't really, you know, learn new things. Of course you can. And so these are just some ways that you can take your homeschool focus and yes, academics are important, but also creating memories for the family individually and academically as well. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want today's show notes, you can go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Check out episode 476. And thanks again to CTC Math, our sponsor. Take care. God bless. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.